0: watch Survivor and when the show ends you really want to talk about it with like-minded friends it might be hard to find some Welcome to the Purple Rock Survivor Podcast. I am John. My co-host is Andy. This week we're talking episode six of Survivor 45. And for those of you that are unfamiliar, we are a podcast. The only Survivor podcast, as far as I'm aware, and I'm not willing to do any research whatsoever on this, but the only Survivor podcast that features both an American and a Canadian host. So that said, I would like to welcome... The Robin to my Batman, the Canadian to my American, the COVID afflicted to my, you know, not that Andy. How you doing, Andy?
1: Yeah, I think people consider me the Wolverine of this podcast, maybe the Deadpool. Mm. Uh, It's it's weird how uh, Marvel decided all the Canadian superheroes are like psychopaths.
0: Uh, I I mean, they haven't introduced Alpha Flight yet, have they?
1: They have not. Not in the MCU, but... You
0: still got a chance.
1: Fingers crossed. <laughs> I am the puck of this podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I I do have COVID, so I'll apologize right away if uh, my energy level isn't quite what people want it to be. But, you know, unlike a surprisingly high percentage of this cast, I'm not a quitter. I'm here. And look, <laughs> is it a coincidence that I was in Florida not too long ago and now have this? I say no.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, you did walk amongst us, so it was... You took your life into your own hands there.
1: <laughs> it sucks because I got like my sixth shot in my arm, like right the day before all the drop popping off. Like what a waste.
0: Perfect. Great timing. Um, let me point you to, to some anti-vax conspiracy. That's right. States. I'm
1: going to be uh, a different podcast here. And I'll just uh, be Aaron Rodgers being like the only man in America constantly bringing up vaccines.
0: You know? Uh huh. Um, hey, Let's talk some survivor instead of COVID. If we have to. I know, but I figured this is a week that you, you know, may want to discuss because your boy's out here doing things. So what do you think of this week's episode?
1: It was a lot of fun. And I feel like if you don't have that reaction, uh, I mean, I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to say you're entitled to your opinion, but I think it's all you're trying too hard. It was fun. It was fun. It was good times. You know, so every once in a while, Survivor produces something that you don't see very often, and it's fun when that happens. Uh, what did you think?
0: I mean, for me... The beginning, especially, like it, I was not super encouraged. I mean, there was, I think seeing all three of the I make funny sounds people on the same beach made me realize, like, oh shit. I I think I'm just this is not gonna be good for me. Um, and then just like we're flashing back to Sifu making his little volcano noises and Kendra's making her faces and Bruce is making his funny voices. And I'm like, no, this is I I'm so over this but by the end of the episode like we went out on a high note and i'm like you know what no that that was worth my 90 minute investment i enjoyed that one like you said it you know sometimes shit's just fun that shit was just fun
1: yeah and i do think that there was a bit of an issue with the 90 minutes in that you know we have like 30 minutes of establishing what was things like on the beaches prior to the non merge and then all of the strategizing before the challenge which is like this might all be for naught, right? Yep. Uh, whereas I think this episode usually just starts there so that we don't like have to see the status quo. was like, oh, this could be interesting. But I know as soon as we get to the mat, there's going to be a challenge set up for teams instead of people. And in fact, as soon as I saw that, because I had been getting into enough of the, of the machinations beforehand, I was just like, ah, shit. Even though I knew, of course I knew, of course it was going to be the murgatory thing that they've been doing for years now. But it's just like, as it turns out, though, that 30 minutes of, you know, pre-game stuff actually did matter plot-wise, which probably was a spoiler for who was going to win the challenge. Uh, the one that had people on it that were presented as potential targets. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think the other spoiler was that the one with uh, the smaller women against the bigger men. Like, that, I, there wasn't a whole lot of mystery in who was going to win the challenge anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, even Katura, known hater of Bruce, was like, nah, I'm, I'm riding with Bruce on this one.
1: Yeah, I know. Before I saw the full makeup, it's like she's going to choose whoever uh, tribe Bruce isn't on. But then I looked at it's like, no, (laughs)
0: that that was my first thought, too, is like ah, the move for Kendra or uh, sorry, Katsura is to say, like, I'm picking whatever tribe Bruce is not with. And then I looked at the actual groups and I went, hmm, is that the move, though? I don't think
1: that's the move. <laughs> yeah, if you want to eat, if you want immunity, that's not the move. Yes. And, yeah, you know, Drew does mention puzzles or whatever, but uh, we have no proof that there's an outstanding puzzler anywhere in these groups. And nope. it really didn't matter. The lead was that big. Yep. So, yeah, it did matter. The stuff that we get throughout the episode does matter. And it lead, led to a lot of kind of interesting back and forth. And then, you know, a really fun tribal council.
0: And let's get to the fireworks factory right now, because, yeah. you know. You got COVID. I don't want you to run out of steam. I want you to be able to talk about your man. So let's, let's just dive into tribal council. We'll work our way back to some other facts later on or some other points about the show later on. How'd that tribal council hit for you?
1: So I wasn't that worried, It's the thing. Um, there's a couple of things. Uh, one is a little more generic in that it just did not feel like this was the time for the protagonist of the season to be going home. And sure, um, maybe he isn't viewed as the protagonist to everyone as he is to me, uh, since, you know, he's not a hero to all nations, just one. Um, And there has also been seasons where they've built up somebody and then had those protagonists leave around the merge time. Uh, San Juan Sur, we lose Jeremy and Josh right away. Uh, And it takes a little while for the actual protagonist of the season uh, to emerge after that. Interestingly enough, not as quickly as people have now like kind of rewritten history that like they have it now in their mind. The instant Jeremy left, suddenly it was the season of Natalie. And I promise you it was not. It was was the season of John uh, and Jacqueline for a few episodes before Natalie takes over. It's one reason I don't overrate that season. Um, But there is another reason, which is a little more unfortunate in that I was semi-spoiled. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I mean, in a good way, so it did reduce anxiety, um, but um, in an interview or podcast or something, Probe said that, like, in the return of the opening credits, each episode has, like, one little insert that gives, like, a, a bit of a, a preview for some on some event that's going to happen in that episode. I, I mean, I don't know what I heard. I got the second hand. I don't listen to the man's interviews or podcast, nor should you. And I also don't pay attention to the intro. I fast forward through it. You know, all these Survivor fans so excited we finally have one. Hey, I watched it the first time. And then, yeah, it's like that's a good time to fast forward. Yep. Uh, but I went on Twitter yesterday, which I have to do just to find an image for our posts. Mm-hmm. Although I, I honestly I've probably stopped doing that because there's never any of those anymore anyway. And I just end up taking a still from the next time on Survivor from the week prior. <laughs> um, But Survivor's official account, geniuses that they are. Posted a p- screenshot of the shot in the dark mm. of the die. At least that's what I thought it was. I've never actually fully seen this thing, but they're like, what do you think's going to happen? Or did you catch it? This was like at like three in the afternoon. So I guess probably five in the afternoon for you, but still prior to where Survivor had been playing at any point anywhere in the world. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm guessing we're having a successful shot in the dark play tonight. So mm. So it wasn't fully spoiled, but yeah, that, all of this. So that, that that's probably also why I enjoyed it more. I was not worried that my guy was going anywhere, and I was right.
0: Yeah. How about you? I mean, I, 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 I do think I might have seen that it someone in our comments, I think it's stick to the plan, is the guy that uh, recaps the Propes podcast. And I think I do remember reading something in there about, yeah, they're going to insert just some little – one shot into the intro every week that tips you off to something happening episode like i'm good i just just like the season preview thing like i'm coming in unspoiled i just want to experience this with fresh eyes i don't want to anticipate things i just want you to take me on a ride survivor and so luckily for me i got to go on that ride and i am with you though that i I did feel like this didn't hit like a Caleb boot episode and you know he did get the episode title he was obviously prominently featured the the sorts of things that could happen if he was the one to go but also there were other things that I was like "Uh, I mean it's not a lot of J Maya but it's enough J Maya is enough to where you're like "Mm, this this seems like we got enough of her that to know what was going down and like, oh yeah, yeah, this is a, a fine send-off for her. Um, there was, didn't feel like there was enough Emily. There was only little Emily. I was like, hey, you know what? I I don't feel like it's a Caleb thing. And so then when it got to tribal council, I was like, oh, well, maybe it's gonna flip and it's all gonna go J. Maya. However, one thing that I noted in that tribal council, and, and you can you know tell me how you perceive this, I thought, When Caleb just put it out there, like, "Hey, um, what about we all vote Jay Maya?" And then it's like, "I don't want you three, you know, Reba ladies taking all the heat." And it's like, "Hmm, because we all see you as this tight pair. We need to break you up or something." I was like, "Ah, man, I but yes, Uh, uh, whatever, yes." But I, I was like, "I don't know that that's the vibe you want to go for here." Like, you know, you do need to make some friends to play with later on i don't know that that's the the route he should have taken what did you think i mean i look cards on the table it's
1: going to take a lot more than that to, for me to criticize caleb uh future prime minister mm-hmm. um no nah, i mean i'm fine with it he's trying to you know get another target and hey who left this episode right yeah scoreboard that's right <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah look th- did it piss d off sure what doesn't like i'm i'm beyond caring what the emotional effect of these decisions are going to be because they're unpredictable and they don't last very long. In this very episode, she is dead set to vote out J Maya. And yep. then he says, he doesn't even actually suggest that they should target D. He actually suggests that targeting J Maya would be good for D. Mm-hmm. And now she's pissed. And we see next episode, I'm going to come after Caleb. I no, she's not, I don't care. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: <laughs> D is not a good survivor player. I am not worried about what that means for Caleb. At all. I think ultimately, look, man, he didn't have a choice. Like there, there wasn't any other play. He tried some things. We show him. He self-admittedly uh, says there was a bit of flop sweat in those plans. But once the momentum went, what's happening in this scenario is everybody's just looking for a safe haven. Right. Yeah. And you have seven people who don't really give a shit because they're immune. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this the skin in the game isn't that hard uh, much for them. And then you have. You know, six other people who are just like, come on, just not me. Let me get this one because getting to the actual merge is such, you know, a big deal in the you know mind of a Survivor fan. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of the reasons why I think they've delayed it, you know, and why they've taken because there's times when people are like, I just want to get to the merge. I just want to get to the merge. It might hurt stuff. Yeah, you know? um, we can get into that. Um, so, yeah, once it's like, hey, Caleb, I think everybody's like, yeah, OK, that's not me. And it was an easy one to agree to because he only has one original alliance for our original um, tribe mate left in the game. So, you know, I, there wasn't much he could do, but I didn't mind him taking that shot at Jamiah, especially because, you know, uh, it ended up working, you know, <laughs> Emily didn't go home, you know, Jake didn't go home. Like somebody like J Maya is somebody who would have no future value to Caleb. Obviously it took an incredibly lucky thing to happen for Caleb, but it's like, he wasn't going to turn them around. There was no momentum for that to happen. You know, the train had already left the station. So, you know, taking a shot when you're, you know, that far down, like, you know, that's fine. When you're down nine runs, you go up swing, not try to get walks.
0: Oh, man. Don't don't do the Drew thing. Um, He made a baseball analogy in this one. I was like, no, I I think it's really just my general tendency to get annoyed by anything that Drew says. (laughs) But still, I was like, stop.
1: Yeah, no, it, it, you. You know, it was like I felt like Caleb might have had a little bit of plot armor to be going home now, which isn't to say that necessarily he's going to win, although I should also say he's going to win. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, God, what if Drew is the protagonist? <laughs> no,
0: no, that's no. Don't even. What if, man? I mean, it could be Emily. One, one point that you did make, which I think we've kind of touched on before, is that it just seems like in the post 40 seasons, it is just at that point merge slash pseudo merge vote they just want someone easy that it is no longer you know a lot of times pre-season 40 you would assume that the merge vote was going to be like a big target you know it's some they want some specific person gone now it's just like uh who can we all agree on like just yeah. let's just get one out of the way and then the game will start it just and also it, again not a merge
1: right, uh, right yeah i mean ultimately it's There are a lot of arguments of why they shouldn't keep doing this purgatory thing. I'll say they're going to keep doing this. It's really not really a fight worth having, at least until Mike White might have a call to Jeff Probst or something. But that's the biggest reason, is that it clearly just um, encourages really conservative play in that vote. People just want to survive this one because they're so
0: close. Well, so what we need is Jeff Probst to have a celebrity friend that doesn't like this and voices that to him, and then we're good. So if you happen to know of any celebrities that you can, you know, try to convince on social media to talk to probes and uh, change his mind, then it will happen. That's just that's how Survivor seemingly works. It's how it's produced.
1: I mean, I see no flaws with that system.
0: I, I'm just celebrities
1: saying, are just more interesting than regular people.
0: I, if Tyler Perry wants the show to be a certain way, the show has to be a certain way, and I. Who am I to stand in the way of such things?
1: That man has made billions. Yes. Um, we have paid out hundreds, thousands. So we don't know nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's stick with talking Caleb because.
1: Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not really all interested in talking about anything else. I think I, we'll get to it. But that's
0: what I assumed. So like, well, let's just plow through all the Caleb topics. Um. One thing is that uh, Bruce was actually one of the ones that was pretty big on the idea of getting Caleb gone. And his justification was essentially like, Oh, look, Caleb's over here. He's being a social butterfly. He's, he's talking to all these people. He's trying to ingratiate himself with them. It's like, yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of like, you know, let's just say he and Caleb are tight. Not true. Clearly. But let's just say yeah they're good wouldn't you then want people going out and making connections for you so that you might have others you can work with is is bruce still that person that's like no, no no you can only vote with the people that we started the game with plus you caleb like yeah is that is that the plan that he's going for you think i
1: think it is in some ways there's also other things going on there and we'll get into that but Here's the thing, and I know we want to clown Bruce for this, and ultimately, I think Bruce is going to lose this battle. Um, so it's important to clown him in some ways. And uh, I, you know, the way Caleb and Kelly were talking about and all that made a lot of sense. But Bruce isn't wrong. Caleb is going to win this season, so it's (laughs) probably not a bad idea to try and target him.
0: I mean, yes, and he's he's not wrong about this either. That like. Caleb is going out and he is making connections. He is being very social with people. He's, you know, clearly establishing some form of relationships. Although in this episode, it wasn't going to be enough to save him. I mean, he did need luck to save his own ass in this one.
1: Yeah. And like the show did a really great job of like any time, like frankly, there were times when Bruce was talking about this with someone, and then over his shoulder you see Caleb talking with somebody new one on one. It's like like Bruce is right, man. Caleb is dangerous. The eventual yep. winner of the season is very dangerous. And it would have been <laughs> good for everybody to get him out here. It's just the way he's going about it and his motivations are silly in some ways, you know, because what is really happening here is Bruce is mad that Caleb wasn't talking to him. And this shows, and this is a thing that like people who have been on survivor really talk about how important it is to maintain your relationships with your allies. And, you know, it's easy to think when you're watching from home that you don't need to talk to your allies. You're good. You know, the the plan is to go out there and talk to everybody else, but no man, you have to continually massage people's feelings because everybody's waiting to be backstabbed in a game full of backstabbing. And clearly Caleb didn't do enough of that. Whether he did not do any of it, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust Bruce. I mean, he's complaining that nobody's talking to him to somebody who was talking to him at the moment in Um, But clearly not enough, right? Um, and for Bruce, that's somebody who needs his ego stroked. And Caleb didn't do enough of that. And it almost cost him. And that's going to be the lesson that Caleb's going to take with him all the way to his eventual season 45 victory.
0: Okay. Well, then let's instead talk about a relationship that he did manage well and which once again paid dividends for him this week. And that's the the Emily relationship. I mean, for a second time, Emily delivered crucial information to Caleb. Is, is Emily getting better at this or is this just further proof that Caleb is great? Yes. Okay, fair enough.
1: It can be two things, you know. Uh, as a wise man once said, uh, look, at the end of this season, when they're doing the live, you know, thing on the island, there eating shitty survivor pizza while you know, somebody, two people are just standing there processing their own shock and grief. We're going to get a clip of Caleb talking about why it was important to build a relationship with Emily, even though she was the one completely on the outs, and that'll be the key to his victory. And then, you know. Okay, Emily, on the other hand, will have to sit there with a frozen smile on her face, acting excited about that scene because she probably just lost in the final three to Caleb. Uh, Again, it, it was key. It's essential. That relationship keeps paying off. And right now, uh, after this episode, it looks like um, Caleb's been the bigger beneficiary of it. But let's not get twisted. He saved Emily, too. Right. Yes. It's been symbiotic. It's why um, alliances are useful. It's because sometimes they help you and sometimes you have to help the other person. And if you don't help the other person, then, you know, it might not end up being that good an alliance for you.
0: I mean, and she was very quick and blunt to the point with him. Like, mm-hmm. hey, just so you know, they're all voting for you. It's bad. Like, player shot in the dark. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> and and if Bruce was, doesn't
1: like you. He wants Bruce you doesn't gone. like you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, See, you're picking up on what I picked up on. It's just her, her, her tone, her tenor is just a, a different vibe. And it's kind of fun.
0: It, um, I mean, I'm still not sold, but I did enjoy that. Where yeah. It's like, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. They're all voting for you. Bruce doesn't like you. Sorry. <laughs> Here's another thing.
1: Are we so 100% for everybody who from his moment on is going to be like Caleb owes his entire life in this game to Emily. Are we sure he couldn't have picked up on that all by himself? You know, I like, guess we see her telling that. But he might have been able to figure out that he needed to play that idol any, or that uh, shot in the dark anyway. It's possible. I mean, every single person was voting for him. That's except the Except for thing. one who gave up his vote. You know, I feel like the vibe might have gotten to him at some point.
0: Right. Um, which, I, let's talk about that unanimous vote because were you surprised by that? I mean, there were clearly people that didn't necessarily want to vote for Caleb, but when the votes were read... All of them did.
1: Except for Austin. Yeah, no. Um, Once the train started rolling, I figured it would make sense if it was unanimous. Because as previously discussed, everybody's just looking for the easy one. So, yeah, there are certainly people who didn't want to vote for Caleb. Um, and uh, for further evidence of that, look how they reacted when that scroll said safe. Mm-hmm. Jay Maya is completely crestfallen, in part because... Clearly, uh, Caleb made an amazing play, putting a secondary target on her. She at no point in that moment thinks, oh, no, it's going to be someone else. Oh, this is easy. It'll just be Emily. No, she's like, I'm screwed because we we had one shot and we blew it. Uh, and Drew also looks upset like, damn, that's kind of what I wanted to happen. But everybody else is excited. Now, some of it is that they are survivor nerds and this is something brand new happening. But some of it was like, I didn't really want to get rid of Caleb in the first place. So I'm actually kind of happy that he's going to stick around.
0: I think Katura was one of those. Like Yeah. I think just,
1: uh Zifu is one of those.
0: Yeah, I mean the that discussion that they were having at the pseudo merge, pseudo feast, like it was pretty clear that Katura wasn't gonna push back too hard, but clearly not a fan of this idea of voting for Caleb. And you know, Emily, same. Clearly not a fan, but they did all go along with it. And yep. You know, there was some comments made about how you know Emily shouldn't have voted for Caleb. Emily should have just you know voted for J Meyer or something like that. What's your thoughts on that? Because I have some too.
1: That's dumb. Yeah, um, I understand why people are saying it. Sorry, I'm not trying to call you guys dumb. It's the, I, the way you think is dumb, not you. Um, no, it's like I, I why they're saying that is because that would have avoided the second vote. And obviously, Emily was brought up. She caught a vote in that second vote. Some people maybe have gone to the stretch of saying that she was almost voted out. That's really stretching the definition of almost. Uh, 10 to 1, really not that close. Um, Now, look, when making decisions, you plan for the thing that's of highest probability. And the highest probability that was going to happen at the end of that tribal council was Caleb was going home. And at that point, there's there's a negative value to her being somebody who cast another vote. And yeah, just in case, what if, you know, he cancels out every single vote and it works. That's a long odds play. I mean, I I guess it's one in six. I don't know the percentage, but like, look, you could have 18 and say, hit me. And yeah, maybe it'll come up three, but that doesn't make it a good play. At a certain point, you can't plan for the long odds play. So you plan for what's there. This way, no, no, they clearly already fought that she was with them, given that they were just easily having conversations with her there. They're like, Hey, we're going to vote out Caleb. There's no reason to disabuse yourself of that. Does she want Caleb to stay? Sure. But it's l- unlikely that he was going to. So you don't stick your neck out.
0: I mean, it's a thing that we've talked about many times over the seasons as well, too. It's like you have a certain amount of capital in this game. Mm-hmm. Emily, I think has nearly none anyway. Yes. Right. So <laughs> why would she expend what little she does have to, Move a vote that, or try to move a vote that she has basically no chance of moving. I mean, could she have gotten a few votes off Caleb? I guess. But was it going to be enough to swing the vote entirely to someone else? Absolutely not. Emily just doesn't have that kind of pull, she doesn't have those connections. Um,
1: no, if she tried to do it prior to tribal council, the most likely way she pulls the vote off of uh, Caleb is to put it on herself.
0: That's what I was going to say is that the only thing that happens there is if she pushes hard enough. It ends up being, okay, well, we're going to vote Emily instead.
1: Or at hey. least make her the de- you know the decoy should, you know, Caleb's shot in hard dark Right. Which, you know, maybe they should have done that. Like somebody else should have done that. Yeah. Um, But I think also like because we saw that discussion, do we care? And they're just like no, which just just goes back to like everybody just wants this one to be easy. They all just want to they want to get their buffs, man. Um, And I mean that's a lot of it is really they just want to make the merge. But some of it is like you survive this and things are going to change because look, man, Caleb just canceled out eleven votes. I should be now like, hey, that was really fun, and I'm glad I get you know a Canadian for one more episode. But clearly, he's gone. Instead, I'm like, that's cool because he's going to win the season. And, you know, some of that might seem like a bit, but it, it okay. It is, but it's not just a bit, right? I'm not I, actually worried that he's going home next week.
0: Nor am I. But because again, that's something else that we've talked about many times, you know, survive that vote and things change and things change less in these more recent seasons because you have a shorter time window for them. But, you know, the way the obvious vote goes one tribal council. If that gets disrupted, don't just assume that it's going right back to that same pattern. Like all it takes is like one failed vote and then people move on. new priorities emerge within hours. So I'm with you. I think like next week, I'm not worried about Caleb.
1: Yeah. It looks like people were immune, you know, which one of those people would have been actually a target. Could they have all voted? The answer is Bruce. Yep. And it's prison as Bruce, you know? Um, yeah, we are we still have Austin with one more sandwich um, you know, victim to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is gonna like what what Caleb's success is, for one, obviously challenges exist. There are ways of getting individual immunity in this game. Two, next week we already know they're splitting them into two tribes again. Or we don't know that for sure. We know there's two eliminations. It's gonna be because they split them into two tribes. So all that needs to happen is Caleb to be on a tribe with like Emily. Sifu, maybe Jake or Katura. And he's gold, man. Uh so yeah, no, I'm not worried. I think he still has a lot of life left in this game. And look, yeah, it's it's not great that 11 people wanted to vote him out this week or at least agreed to vote him out. Uh do you remember when Kelly Wentworth canceled out 10 votes and then went home the very next night?
0: Yeah, exactly. I from my memory or my memory, it seems like she might have made it a little deeper in the game than that. Just
1: a bit, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Uh ah. There's so many ways for this to flip, and in part because it goes this way, and maybe it's a wake-up call to Reba. It's like, wait, why were we so anxious to, like, sacrifice one of our own? Now we, we might need Caleb. Or It's like, wait a second. We just took a hit off of Reba, and we weren't going to do that? Thanks, Bruce. You know, it really just sometimes takes, in this boat, one idiot being up. No, it's got to be this. We saw that with, you know, an idiot who went on to win the whole thing. Uh, two seasons ago. What was, the, what was that? You know, Chode's name again.
0: Uh, that's not.
1: Yeah, I remember. But yeah, he was like, it has to be her because she looked in my bag and they're all like, cool. You know, it's so, like it's it, it, I don't think it's 11 people against Caleb.
0: Nor do yeah.
1: I. I mean, and as his name as was Gabler. as I said,
0: you saw in this episode, it, there weren't people that were like passionately on board with voting Caleb out. There were people that are like, that's not me. I'll go along for that ride. So, you know priorities will change. And as you said, especially next week, if we're going to continue with this, we're going to have two eliminations. And if it's because they're split up, which I agree with you, I think that is why then, you know, really it's just going to come down to who's on the group with him, you know, and maybe within that group, he wins immunity and doesn't matter anymore. Like that's all it takes is being safe for one vote and then waiting for the winds to shift. You know what, I want to
1: happen next week? Tell me. Two different tribes. Hit me. I want both uh, Kelly and Austin to go. It would be amazing.
0: <laughs> that would be really good. The entire. I, mean, I
1: actually like both of them, but man, just like this cursed sandwich. You know?
0: <laughs> the sandwich gets its own revenge. Like, you think right. this is Austin getting vengeance for the sandwiches? No. No. It's just the sandwiches themselves getting <laughs> Prevented revenge. Prevented
1: me from fulfilling my destiny. I was supposed to be food. Some yep. useless PA ate me instead.
0: That's right. Some best boy. Did they have best boys on a reality show? I don't think they
1: did. Uh, no, no idea. I'd probably not. <laughs> but I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you what I know. What a best boy does, right? Um, I
0: just know that I am the best boy, of course. Um, <laughs> so, um, hey, one thing because we did mention Bruce. One thing that I thought was a big downer in this episode, and this is part of why like the earlier part of the episode didn't sit well with me. We didn't get the, like, ongoing Bruce Keturah beef content that I really crave. Like, there was, eh, there was something there. But, like, where's my Katura confessional letting me know what Bruce has done in the previous 48 hours that I should also be pissed off about? Like, where was that? This is what I need from this show. See, I
1: disagree. I, need- I feel like we got enough. I feel like it doesn't yeah. need to every time be, uh, you know, a... A long uh, confessional. No. All right, so, hey. You know, no, we saw Bruce is- being like, hey, everybody helping him get that idol except for Keturah. And then even better, and this was subtle but amazing, when Bruce is sitting there complaining how nobody's talking to him, uh, Keturah says, well, why don't, I bet you could just use your leadership to pick, do that. <laughs> God,
0: that was so good. <laughs> That's enough for me. You know? oh, but see, I... I personally enjoyed that we've been getting the airing of the grievances. Like it's it's become a tradition. You know, it is it is our our festivus. When he starts survival. talking to everybody that we got to build a shelter, which
1: should be noted, very reasonable thing to say. In fact, for thirteen people on one beach. doesn't matter. Katerov is like, Wait, it didn't take long for him to start bruising again. Like I think we got enough of it. No, you're greedy.
0: No, you're I, I I look, I want what I want. Don't judge me. Um, yeah. Again, it. There was also, as you mentioned, those Bruce's idol find, which we sort of started the episode with. Um, one thing that I was thinking about with that is, you know, they all go off, basically all of them, except for Keturah, off looking for the idols, or idol, singular. And at that point, when Bruce finds the clue, it, the clue is like, oh, it's, you know, look in your shelter. Basically, everyone knows. So, the entire point of that is that it's supposed to be difficult to do because you have to be like secretive and not let the other people on your tribe note that you're doing this there's all of them except for one are on board so this is no longer a challenge like is this did they just sort of find the hack to with the producers here <laughs> just like all these stupid tasks that you're going to make me do. Well, if I just let everyone know that I'm doing them, then they are no longer difficult. Now, in the end, that might come back to bite you in the ass because they will all know that you have an idol, but at the same time, you easily acquired it. Yeah. I mean, we already saw that with, uh,
1: Sabia's idol and, uh, Austin's like, you know, his Alliance partners know they helped. They handed over the hammer, all of which also just reinforces to me that, uh, You can't claim that idol if you don't have the clue that ran for it. I just, I feel like, because why not? Everybody dig and be like, hey, look at that, Bruce. I got an idol. Um, uh, Yeah, I mean, it may have curtailed the difficulty in getting this one, although ultimately I don't think the producers wanted this one to be that difficult. They wanted it found, and time was of the essence. Um, but I don't think it's curtailed anything in terms of the, you know, double jeopardy that comes from having these things, because I think Bruce is going to get voted out of this game soon because he has an idol, you know? So whether, you know, he worked with everybody and everybody worked with him to get it or not, it's not going to save him.
0: Yeah. I, and this is also my hope really, that was actually, I was kind of rooting for him to get it. If only because then now you have aside from, Hey, Bruce is annoying. You can be like, Oh. Bruce has an idol. We should get him out. And we actually did see Caleb in this episode pointing out to other people, hey, Bruce has an idol. So now that Caleb has survived this vote, that useful information is floating out there. And as you said, you know, next week, does Bruce become a more appealing target? I think so. I think very much so. Um, Another thing that I think happens is
1: Caleb's target might be a little lower now because some things that was happening with, with Bruce, with Sabia... You're both assuming we got to get him now because it's going to be so hard to get people to vote him later. Well, every single person just voted for him. So clearly that's not true. So, you know, the super special social game of Caleb is maybe just a little less threatening now that he got saved by an incredibly uh, unlikely circumstance.
0: And hopefully he's the type of person that will point that out. Like, oh, is it really going to be hard to vote me out? Because all of you were willing to. <laughs> every yeah. single one of you here tried to vote me out so i don't think it'll be that difficult to try to vote me out later meanwhile bruce has an idol again and again maybe emily
1: makes it clear that austin has a way to get an idol right she's aware of the advantage as well she knows the very least it is now currently a steal a vote between austin and kelly so yeah man it's there's gonna be other targets hey um about the shot in the dark um did did the fact that it worked in such this just crazy dramatic way first time it's actually canceled the vote did that um what did that change your thoughts opinions on the shot in the dark
0: i mean it it definitely while i was watching made me think like oh this is this is good for andy he could use this win (laughs) um but i mean yes in in that you know I have complained about the cast of this season, right? And like, I am not going to hide behind like, Oh, well, this is a stupid, unfair thing. And I will only like it when it works to the advantages of my favorites. No, I, that I've said from the beginning, like uh, if it works out and it makes for good TV, great. It made for good TV. And coincidentally, it saved one of the few players that I'm enjoying on this season. So yes, I'm I'm on board with this. I can't believe that it actually worked because unlike some insane conspiracy theorists online, I think it's legitimately a one in six shot and there is no intervention whatsoever on behalf of production. Like they would have sent his ass home if it came up not safe.
1: Yeah, um, I've always been in favor of it since it was introduced. My only ever issue was, why is it a die in order to grab a scroll from a, from a pin? Does that <laughs> so makes it ridiculous. Just, dies have a purpose that actually revolve around one in six chances, crazily enough.
0: Oh, I did okay. hear um, a fun tidbit, which I believe was also from uh, Stick to the Plan, who recaps the Propes podcast. And that was that the entire idea of the um, one in six shot came after they worked with the uh, guy who made Exploding Kittens, which is a game that me and my family fucking love. So I was like, oh, shit. Look at that. Again, one of... Celebrity. Yep. Probst's celebrity friend. That's... I'm telling you, if you want to change anything about this show, step one, get famous. Step two, talk to Jeff Probst. That's it. That's the two-step process to changing things about this show. I was recognized in a mall once, so I'm halfway there. I mean, you're on the way. I mean, you might as well take your shot now and just call Probst. You got to remember, right? Everything is coming up lucky for Canadians of late. Uh,
1: fans of the Oilers and Flames would just not uh, not agree with that. But still, or so here. I don't really want to. Yeah. The, And the Raptors beat the Bucks like 103 to 111 or something like that. Yeah, man. This is all Canada going. Um, yeah, no, look. I always thought it was fine that, like, Everybody had this equal opportunity for an idol. I don't view it as less than. And people now will be like, "Okay, but if Caleb wins, he'll be the guy that was saved by a long shot thing." It's like, okay. Well, he won't be the first winner for that to have been true for. Nope. So, I mean, one of them was saved by a magical hourglass. Let's let's settle down here.
0: One of them was actually voted out of the game. So <laughs> there you go. Know, there's been worse.
1: One of the, the uh, often referred to as the greatest player of all time had like, you know, three people quit and like two people medevaced in the season that she won. Yeah. Uh, luck plays a major hand in Survivor. And I don't see this being any more or less legitimate than flukely finding an idol and playing it at the right time. Like, you know, but we built that up that that's a skill. Like, that's what was nice about the shot in the dark that would they've they, they equaled it out. Yeah. Yeah, everybody has a shot. And what's actually happened is most people forgotten that they even have this shot. Then we had this new part of the me- the meta, which you know, a mixed success, yeah. but that people are like giving it away. Yeah, uh, you know, to Caleb and maybe because of Emily to be like, you know what? How about I just play this thing and see if I can yeah, survive? That's good. Like I, I I I Survivor, I think it needs, and that's why an idol was introduced in the very first place. Needs this little agent of chaos within there because otherwise it can become very predictable. And some people find comfort in predictability. Um, I find it boring. Um, yep. Like not always, right? But I was finding it boring. Like I've been watching this show from the beginning. And, you know, once the show got to a certain point of the season, then it's like, okay, well, we got to wait like three weeks, which is literally three weeks. You know, yep. we weren't binging. It was not possible unless you're on some weird Usenet net where people are going to like email you cassettes. Mm. <laughs> So it's like a month of just being like, oh, cool, what, hap- what I thought was going to happen before I tuned in is what happened. Right. Like it, you know, yeah. And I'd also kind of gotten to that point too. So a little new thing that's like, will it work? Won't it work? I think it's a good thing. And it, you know, not just because it saved my favorite player of all time,
0: but it certainly doesn't hurt. Right. I mean, I think one of the things that we bring up whenever one of these new twists is introduced is like, okay, but how is it going to play out? As television product, right? Because some of them, horribly, is the answer. This one, fine. I mean, as a visual, I don't yeah. know that it's that exciting. Because <laughs> as you mentioned, you have a die, and then Jeff Probst opens a scroll. I, sure, I, I don't know. Why
1: it, isn't I'm going to roll this thing? You, I just it bothers me so much
0: because it would make noise. You see, well, no. So, but
1: here's the thing: you don't even like you publicly. Does anybody have an advantage they want to play? Yes, Jeff, I'm going to roll this roll
0: the dice right now.
1: Yes. Now, actually, I think there's a reason for that. Uh, For one, it prevents them from being able to uh, conspiratorially uh, save Caleb by just putting all the scrolls to save. There's that. (laughs) But two, it's because they only want one safe per tribal. Oh, so
0: you're pulling one. Uh, That's fair.
1: Sure. So once the safe is pulled, there are no more safes for anybody else. Right. Um, So, yeah, if everybody rolls, theoretically, multiple people could roll the safe side of the die.
0: So then don't make it a die. Well, yeah, but also just because here's something that I hadn't thought of before. So, say Caleb's up there, he hands over his die instead of rolling it as one does. And then you're going to reach into, let's say, a little bag and you're going to pull out one of these scrolls. Now, that means. A person comes after you and like they can see scrolls have been taken. From, I guess if the back. No, I think so. they reset. What do you mean they reset? If you pull a scroll, I think they put another scroll in, but it would have to be an unsafe regardless. Yes. Okay. So that there's always six. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. I had, it's fine. Ultimately, is it going to matter that much? No, because you really have like a 17% chance. of
1: Yeah, and that was the other thing that people were saying, like when every time it would happen, then it didn't came up. No, it was like, this thing's a dud. It's like, you guys just suck at probability. Why am I the guy who like openly is at war with math? (laughs) One who's always been like, yeah, it's not supposed to happen very often. It is a shot in the dark. The one part of the symbolism that is actually holding true here. It should not work. Most of the time, which is why I think it's a really well-calibrated advantage. It could help. It probably won't, but it could.
0: Right. And thus,
1: it adds a little bit of mystery and excitement of like, hey, this obvious every person voting for one person. Most of them not even necessarily wanting to. They're just going, you know, through with it because of you know it's easy. What if that doesn't go through? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. You know, it's like how people kept railing against the the Monty Hall problem for failing twice. It's like, OK, the the, the point of it isn't that it works every time. It's that over time. Yes. The Monty Hall thing will work more often. We haven't had that level of time here, folks. People are like, I can't believe it failed. It's like, do you not understand this? And then it fails again. It's like, yeah, that's twice. That's nothing. You
0: haven't played it 200 times yet. After you've done that, you will start to notice a distinct advantage to switching.
1: For even 10, even 5. But people who are just like, oh, man, 2, I can't believe it. It's like, what? you guys are such worse nerds than me. <laughs> the guy making fun of this. Anyway.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's go back to the show. As, it's I mean, nice
1: to be like rail against like unseen uh, commenters. You know, I had to be something about something old because, again, I'm not off the site. They used to
0: get my uh,
1: get me worked up all the time.
0: Well, I needed that one thing that uh it certainly got Austin worked up is getting revenge for his precious sandwich. So does J Maya finally catching that that second vote just just get revenge for the sandwich or do do we feel like the sandwich got some measure of vengeance?
1: The, the, the sandwich gods have been Abated yes uh, yes I think for Around they, they okay. got their sacrifice Okay I uh, man, I love it I love And you know I think he's playing to it you know And good for him yes, yes. It's, it's really More about the strategic value of increasing His thing but I love that he keeps talking about, like right after having the merch feast or at least meal Let's not call that a, meet, a feast uh, It's still like uh, they gotta go Because they didn't let me in my sandwiches I, I hope he brings that up in the final Three
0: yeah I mean, it's and again, it's also good cover, because if you keep talking about that, it does, you know, not that everybody couldn't figure out like, oh, no, you're trying to get a more powerful advantage from the stupid amulet thing. But also, everybody's like, oh, yeah, I remember being hungry. It fucking sucked. And, you know, are they going to be completely sold by your excuse? Not necessarily, but, you know, at least if you catch them at the right time, they're not going to question it as much.
1: But maybe because it might play into some of their preconceived notions about Austin. That he's just the simple JD, you know, fun-loving bro. He's not really that complicated, which I don't think is true at all. And I I love it, frankly, when nerds make those assumptions and then realize that, like, they're not the only people who can read, you know? Oh, you mean like like
0: Drew Drew did when he called him the JD to his Steven?
1: Which is wonderful because guess who won that season, Bucko? You really want to be the Steven? Okay? (laughs) Sounds great. Exactly. I'd love somebody who helps me along in the game and to absolutely zero benefit to themselves. Yes. Uh, I suppose in that regard, you could say it's a good play by uh, Drew telling somebody that I'll be the Robin to your Batman.
0: Sure. Unfortunately, if it goes that far. Sure. Let's play it back. Same result. (laughs) Let's let Austin get every single vote while uh, Drew sits there just questioning the choices he's made. I'd be on board with that. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Anything else left to talk about for this episode?
0: I don't think so. I mean, there was um, just reinforced opinions of certain players. Yeah, that was quickly.
1: God damn. Kendra is a lot. You know, and we knew she was a lot, but a lot, a lot. And every time she's got those crazy eyes and it's just like, uh, which is unfair in some ways, but I don't care. Uh, I'm I'm ready
0: for her to go yesterday. I mean, same with Sifu. Oh, God damn. I'm so over that shit. I would, re- if it was a
1: choice between Sifu and Kendra, I'm like team Kendra. Oh, he's so annoying.
0: You know, and then Bruce squeaks into the third position there. Like yes. I, despite not liking Bruce, I will acknowledge that the other two are far worse. So yeah, it would just be, you know, as I think there was another commenter on our site who said, you know, if you're voting out people based on how annoying they are, this is an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> there are that note.
1: It's actually shown like why the season's actually been pretty decent so far. In that, like, say for Sabia, um, I'm not sad about the exit of anybody yet. Like, they have cut through a lot of people whose absence from the game does nothing. In some cases, increased my enjoyment of it. Um now, that could be more symbolic of the fact that they have so many of those people. There you (laughs) go. But there, nobody, I haven't been disappointed by an exit yet. And that's nice.
0: I, it, I think you already answered my reason for that. It, yeah, I agreed. And yet the reason for that is because there are so few options where I would be disappointed. <laughs> I mean, J. Maya was fine. She, wasn't, she, uh, yeah. she offered mean... nothing. I had no, I was completely indifferent, which is better than I feel about some of these people. But I'm also not disappointed that she's gone.
1: Yeah, I think I'd gone a little farther than indifferent because of the sandwich thing. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, just how psyched she was for this bullshit trap. Oh, actually, real quick to circle back on Bruce. So yeah, I did say that, like, on the one hand, I can't fault him too much for wanting to target the eventual winner of the season. But his insistence on voting out somebody who at least at that moment was a number for them rather than weakening Uh, So the other tribe, which is only one down and then bullheadedly wanting to do that. Like, I don't want anybody to think like, oh, Bruce is secretly uh, snuffing everything out here. It's like, you just lost Brando. You should probably make sure Reba loses somebody before you target Caleb. I'm just saying like, I can't fault that like he's right about Caleb, but it was the wrong time.
0: Right. I mean, we've said that many times over the seasons, like right move, wrong time. So. And it's going to yeah. cost him. He'll be voted out soon. Mm, let's hope. I, I mean, again, there's there's so many options that they could send home next week that would get a fist bump from me. Mm. So the Drew's out there. I mean, I don't know how like three people have somehow slid ahead of Drew in terms of people that I want gone. It's truly an impressive feat. So we'll see how it shakes out next week. Anything else about this episode, Andy?
1: No, I'll talk about how people can send messages to us
0: hey, you can go back to like 2002 and you can send us a Gmail. Um, it's purplerockpodcast at gmail.com if you wanted to email us. But the far easier way to share your opinion amongst a lovely community of Survivor fans is to go to purplerockpodcast.com, join our comment section. Um, It's been entertaining this year. A lot of people on board um, and having some, fun disagreements about the show. And as I mentioned, we have someone who uh, recaps props podcast. There's there's a lot of good, fun stuff that takes place there. And um, I have a fantasy league as well, where someone just did far more analysis of the fantasy results than I would have ever expected. And I was very entertained by it. Um, anything? Oh, actually, I think I should also shout out that we have some uh, foreign survivor, you know, where they have the accents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's. I guess that's happening, in maybe England.
1: Yeah, or at least some part of the United Kingdom. I guess I can't confirm if it's England or not. Right. I
0: because we
1: as we should make clear, you and I do not watch Funny Accent Survivor. Never have. Probably or, never will.
0: Nor will we.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> um, which is anyway, not a judgment.
1: You're, if you're into that sort of thing, that's cool. I mean, you are people listening to a Survivor podcast. It would make sense. It's just you know we have our, we get our fill. Uh, yeah. The, the main line Survivor.
0: So, if you're interested in that, we also covered that. Not me and Andy for no. sure. As as mentioned, we don't
1: even know where it is.
0: No, it it's definitely not in North America. We know that 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 part we can narrow down. Um. So anyway, we do. I it. didn't know it
1: was starting until the post showed up on our website.
0: I mean, I only knew because I was asked if they could post, and I was like, "Oh, all right, What's sure." <laughs> I didn't. Didn't even know that was a thing, but absolutely (laughs) go ahead. Um, That is our JV team that's putting that on. Um, I believe it's the JV
1: team who produces more content than anybody, but you or I,
0: I mean, it's truly like we used to joke about the level of laziness among our staff. Truly the joke has become reality.
1: (laughs) The great joke is you pointed out, we have a logo that says out blog, out tweet, out podcast. And we don't do two of those things anymore.
0: Exactly. There is only one thing left to fall in that. All right. So anything else, Andy, before we wrap up? I need to go to bed. Hit that theme music and end that COVID. This is the copyright free outro to the Purple Rock Survivor podcast. Thanks for listening.